Hey, everybody knows Weber grills. I've been using Weber grills my whole life, and check it out. They got a pellet grill, the Weber Searwood pellet grill. Now, with a pellet grill, you can smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. You can go from low and slow, okay, on smoke boost mode, or crank this thing all the way to a heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full great sear zone, so you can put more food on the flame. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood pellet grill. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sports book, incredibly easy to use, super safe, totally secure, super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same game parlay bets, live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. We all know professional athletes care about what they look like. And as you know, I care about what I look like. Right now, I've been wearing a lot of Cuts clothing. I love this thing right now. Every Cut shirt is designed to provide a perfectly tailored look. If you want a a long sleeve Henley, no problem. A short sleeve crew neck, they've got it. Cuts has everything you want. And I've got all of it, and I wear all of it. Right now, 15% off your first order. 15% off, first order. By going to CutsClothing.com slash Colin. Cuts, C-U-T-S. Look them up. I got a closet full of their stuff, and I love it. Right on a Sunday night, let's do some instant reaction. Let's start with the Niners coming from behind to beat the Chargers off a bye week. I thought San Francisco was really bad and choppy in the first quarter. You know, my problem with the Chargers since Brandon Staley took the team over, and I say this understanding they were missing four of their top five wide receivers, they don't really have an identity. I don't know what they are. Uh, I never felt San Francisco, even trailing, I never felt San Francisco was in trouble because they have an identity. At halftime, they make some adjustments. Here comes the run game. Um, That was really a game that shouldn't have been that close. But it does point to the weakness of the 49ers, a team that I think is the most talented in the NFL, is that although they have very talented individual players, Uh, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Jennings, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, all capable of big plays after the catch. That Garoppolo is not a big-armed quarterback. He is not Mahomes or Herbert Burrow or Josh Allen. And so for the Niners to win games, it's death by 100 cuts. It has to be a meticulous drive, a long drive. That's why if you've noticed, 
you know, Garoppolo throws an interception, the Niners and his record go off a cliff because they don't have a lot of margin for error because they don't get a lot of cheap touchdowns. It's schematics, it's coaching, it's run game, it's time of possession. This game should have never been this close, but they get no freebies. They get no cheapies, which Kansas City's, your Buffaloes, your Cincinnati's can often live on. So it's it's a reasonable criticism of Garoppolo. They ask him to make a lot of tough throws, uh, and he can. And when he plays clean, they can beat anybody anywhere in this league. Um, but it is why tonight's game was close, is that you feel like they lean. You know, the Bills lean heavily on Josh Allen. It feels like the Niners lean too heavily on Kyle Shanahan's coaching. The, the Chargers are going to have to figure things out um, at the end of this year with Brandon Staley. Most great teams in this league have an identity. Pete Carroll's teams um, tend to play with a great deal of enthusiasm. Uh, Andy Reid's are clever, thought-provoking offense. Uh, Tomlin's are physical and emotional. I don't know what the Chargers are under Staley. I feel like Justin Herbert... Um, and again, a lot of it due to injuries is kind of having to carry an offense. Uh, the defense, Staley's a defensive coach. They can't stop the run. I, I'm always concerned when a coach can't solve his side of the ball quickly, like Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. You're an offensive coach. How can the offense be that bad? It'd be one thing if the defense was reeling. But I, I look at the Chargers and the defensive coach, this defense is worse than last year. And they added players. At least it feels that way. Niners win. Shouldn't have been that close. Unfortunately, due to the lack of over-the-top firepower, their wins normally are. I want to talk Cowboys. Let's just talk about Mike McCarthy. He'll get some criticism for going for it on a fourth and three late in the game. But I'm going to defend him. Because I don't think Mike McCarthy did that for any other reason. He didn't trust the Cowboys' defense. Why should he? For the first time all year, a wobbly, inconsistent Packer offense ran for over 200 yards, passed for over 200 yards, was 50% or close to it on third down. Yards per play was impressive. Aaron Rodgers was comfortable. I mean, he's ghosted young receivers. Christian Watson had three touchdowns. I don't think Mike McCarthy looked at his team. Now, we can bicker over the play call, but if you're going to keep telling me how great Dak Prescott is, right, would you have gone for it with Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, Allen, Kirk Cousins? <laughs> yes. I saw Kirk Cousins make all sorts of great passes on the road in worse weather in Buffalo. I have no, if you want to tell me Dak's great, then you got to go for it there. You can't trust the Cowboys' defense in that spot. Listen, we've been banging on the Packers all year as a BB gun offensively. They controlled big chunks, time of possession. You know, they had, they had the ball for almost 36 minutes. Um, so I think McCarthy looked in the mirror and said, I'd rather have my guy have the ball, we make the play call, than give it back to Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers, and I don't blame him. 
Um, you know, it, it's, I don't have a great deal of trust for Dak or McCarthy in big spots. It's why I feel like the Cowboys are sort of on the periphery of my Super Bowl bubble. I just don't trust them when the margins get tight in the playoffs, but I'm going to defend McCarthy on that. I get it. I totally get it. This game meant a lot for Mike. He's not a throw-the-headset guy. <laughs> so when he's throwing them, he's pissed. He's emotional. It meant a lot. Um, and I also think Green Bay knew that Minnesota had beaten Buffalo. They knew their season was on the line. I thought it was a spirited effort. Uh, their offensive line coming into this season, we talked about this. Bakhtiari, you didn't know, you know, would he be able to play 16, 17 games? I thought it was a great effort by their offensive line. Aaron had some time to throw. Um, the disappointing thing for Dallas is they didn't have Romeo Dubs, so you knew they really only had two receivers that would scare you. Alan Lazard and the speedster Christian Watson. Watson ate you alive, and Lazard had a couple of big catches. So overall, not a good Sunday for the Cowboys, but I will defend Mike McCarthy on the fourth down. I wouldn't have, in that spot, trusted the Cowboy defense either. Let's talk Bills losing to the Vikings. So I made this point coming into this season and during this season that Buffalo is Mike Tyson as a team. Great for knockouts, don't have much of a jab, don't trust them in close fights. So last year, they lost several close games. They lost to Pittsburgh close, Tennessee close, Jacksonville 9-6 to close, New England close, Kansas City at the end of the year close. They were not a good team in close games. Blowouts knock you out in the first, second round. This year, four close games are two and two. But I think something that needs to be discussed is they become a very bad or weak second half offense. They have a defensive coach. Um, they had a lead in this second half and the Vikings were kind of lifeless, but they don't have a run game. They can't trust the run game. Aaron Rodgers could trust the run game. Jimmy Garoppolo on Sunday night can trust the run game. Josh Allen can't, not consistently, and they bail on it quickly. They become a really average second-half offense in, turn of, in terms of touchdowns in the last several weeks. Um, you know I've said this before. I think they're too Josh Allen-reliant. But I felt something late in that game. I thought Buffalo was tight. I never feel that with the Chiefs in a close game, ever. Never feel that with Brady in a close game. Ever. Sean McDermott is a very intense, um, almost a, a military approach, a very intense man, uh, very much known as a creature of habit. And you watch him on the sidelines. Uh, there's no smiles. There's no Pete Carroll there. I'm, I'm, I don't need you to be uh, a comedian, but it's intense. And I wonder if the team feels it. Remember when Ken Dorsey through that headset upstairs and it, you know, everybody was outraged by it. And I said, you know, this stuff happens. You know, Ken Dorsey, is he feeling the pressure of Sean McDermott? I thought Josh Allen was pressing and has been pressing for the last several weeks. Uh, I think the team at times feels tight. They still don't have a consistent run game to count on, especially in the second half when they have leads. This thing should have been over. I mean, Minnesota was lifeless, and they gave them life. And I, I think it's kind of becoming a little bit what they are, that they're going to face Kansas City potentially again. My money in a close game is going to be on the Chiefs. 
and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, even down, even close, they play with a looseness, not cavalier, but a looseness and a confidence that's palpable through your TV set. So um, McDermott is in a, a kind of an old school defense, creature of habit, highly intense. And I think sometimes the team feels tight. And the other thing is, we know coaching matters a lot in this sport. Brian Dable's really good. He may have saved Daniel Jones' career and simultaneously is hurting Josh Allen's. So Josh Allen, I watched him play twice in college against Iowa and Oregon. He was a mess. Big, tall, lanky, huge arm, turnovers, errant throws. First year in the NFL, same thing. So Brian Dable gets him and sort of sandpapers him, right? Like like takes the edges off. And by the middle of the second year, you're like, oh, okay. Third year, he pops. Nine games later, without Brian Dable and Josh Allen sort of reverting back to early second first year. Bad decisions, trying to put the Superman cape on. And, you know, Brian Dable's one of those coaches, and there's there's a handful in this league, that he really, it, it's almost if when Dable was with Josh Allen, it was almost like he said, listen, sometimes you can just be a contact hitter. It doesn't always have to be a home run. And he took out some of the more highly leveraged or dangerous throws. The message to Josh Allen is you have such a great athletic ability, size and arm. Those will come naturally. Those will come organically. But he took out some things, put little bumpers on him. Not big, but little bumpers. It feels like Ken Dorsey kind of lets him do what he wants to do. And Josh Allen sometimes can be his own worst enemy. We have a history in this league. Some of the interception leaders like Brett Favre are guys with big arms. They like to show it off. They have confidence in him, their arm. Uh, you know, Alex Smith wasn't going to do that. Uh, a, a lot of quarterbacks that don't have big arms, they understand their limitations. They understand their inability to fit the ball down the field in the tight windows. Kirk Cousins. Allen's got major league heat, big arm, big confidence, and those – Guys sometimes are harder to coach. Andy Reid, at least once a year. You, We've talked about this, that sometimes about once a year, for three or four or five games, Mahomes can kind of go off the rails mechanically. Andy's got to bring him back because you want him to play with that loose confidence. You still got to coach him. And I feel like Josh Allen's getting really loose, and this is where Dable would bring him back in. So it'll be interesting to see. I still think Buffalo is a great team. But between last year and this year, sometimes they they don't they don't look like they trust themselves in these close games for all their talent. If you told me before the game it was close, I probably would have said, "Well, Minnesota's been in close games the last two years, and they're winning all of them this year." But a blowout, if you'd have told me. 24-point game out of taking, taking Buffalo. So it's it's a developing situation. Um, can Dorsey do what Andy Reid does with Mahomes? Sort of bring him back in, tighten things up, put just some bumpers on. But um, Buffalo's not going anywhere, but Miami is charging hard. Miami is legit. Miami's going to be a playoff team. Keep your eyes peeled. Okay. I'll be on FS1 tomorrow, iHeartRadio. 
it's time to fire a certain coach. I'm not a fire the coach guy, but we we're getting a feeling on something. If Jeff Saturday can take that Colts team and they look well schooled and he's never coached, there's a couple coaches that I think are getting close. You just got to remove them from the organization. And I'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll see you then. Instant reaction on the volume. Football season's underway. Now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. The promo code is always Colin. FanDuel has tons of betting options. I like the same game parlay. Bet a little, win a lot. FanDuel's app is safe, secure, easy to use, and you get paid your winnings really fast. The no sweat first bet up to a thousand bucks. Promo code Colin. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-800-270-717 for confidential help in Michigan. one 800 P-E-N-Y or feel text like H-O-P-E-N-Y 4673 in New York, Tennessee. Red line 2789 with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned and ready to cook on right out of the box. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees. The Weber Works Prep cook and store system keeps cooking supplies handy, and you can carry all the food, condiments, and utensils you need. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate Rust Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com.